you boys ever get the guys together and go out to the garage and just crank your hog? You know, close the door and just crank them. With the boys. Take a few millers and usually can even get Troy to crank his hogs. Sometimes even crank each other's hogs or watch each other cranking hogs, especially in this Alabama heat. We get so damn sweaty just cranking and cranking and cranking. Campers Jam cast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander, and Matt Trepo. All right, I hate to start out on a negative note tonight, Uh-oh. but I got to get on my soapbox for a minute. What's that? Got to get up on my soapbox. Clear the room. All right. Andrew, grab my soapbox. There we go. Thank you. All right. So I went to help my daughter bitch. buy a new car today. Uh-oh. Not a new car, a new to her car. Yeah, I seen right. that. Yeah, that was that very nice. Facebook. Congratulations. Thank you. Man, I generally don't mind paying my fair share in taxes. I don't. I think it's part of living out, living in a civilized society. If you want to have nice things, you have to pay the piper. That's right. But, dude, paying sales tax on used vehicles pisses me the fuck off. Yes, it time. does. They should. I think every car salesman should be like, "All right, man, I'm a rap. I'm a rap. Uh, that you paid six hundred for this car. All right." You'd be like, "All right, thanks, man." Dude, it ain't even six hundred no more. I think it's up to like sixty five hundred dollars. Well, yeah, think, anything underneath, yeah, like the six hundred. But think of how many you know, times that car might have been sold. It could be on its oh, dude. ninth owner. Yeah, or something. my point. And they've gotten every ounce of that yeah. fucking money. Because I figured bullshit. up the tax on that car today, and it's going to be right around eight hundred dollars. Yeah, which is fine. But if we sold that car next week, somebody else would have to pay that same eight hundred dollars. Yeah. If they sold it the next week, somebody'd have to. Dude, yeah. no, that that ain't. I ain't cool with that. Or yeah. they could say, sales tax financed. And that eight hundred dollars, you'd end up paying twelve hundred or sixteen hundred dollars mm-hmm. for that eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh, they've, we financed the sales tax. Yeah. Anyway, sorry we got to, that covered, guys. Yeah, sorry yeah. to start off on a negative note. I just had to throw that out. That's there. It's okay. Kind of been burning in my crawl. That's okay. At least you burn my saddle. At least you got it out. It's been a. I mean, it's been a decent, decent couple weeks. I guess. I feel like it's been eventful. I'm still not drinking beers. That's good. Still off, still off the beers. I'm off of that. I'm a uh, what? Oh, sorry. I'm 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 not even talking into the microphone. I guess Jason's over there motioning for me to like. Oh, I, I was trying to be all. Like, I didn't know what he was trying to do to his microphone over there. I was like, anyway, don't hold it down sorry. by your nipples. Hold it up by your nose. Mm-hmm. But yeah, still off the beers. Feeling all right. Feeling pretty good. Um, <laughs> It's a little easier, I guess, than it was two weeks ago. I guess I've kind of fell into the fell into the rhythm of it. Uh, physically, feeling pretty good. I'm magically down eight pounds. Ooh, I've lost eight since two weeks. No since October shit. the first. That you haven't done anything but just not drink beer. Well, I've I've not drank beer. I have drank a lot of water, but I always drink a lot of water, yeah. anyways. But now, also, we've done a lot of walking. 
Yeah. Me and Jason and Grant, we've went a couple of times out to the uh, eight mile. Mm -hmm. Now, when I haven't done that, there's been a couple of times I've gotten out here on the street and walked all the way down there to the new street they made us. Yeah. And then back a couple of times and done like two miles or something. By the way, if you haven't done the eight mile creek trail, Andrew, give them your honest review. It was it was good, wasn't it? Oh, I love it. Like the uh, now now Grant and I, we went out there uh, several months ago when they were working on it, and we went and walked for there from Rotary Park, you know, all the way yeah. to Goodman's Grocery. Now we had some obstacles in between. Yeah, there, didn't you like, have to cross the road or something? Oh or, yeah, we yeah, we had to uh, the well, bridge no, there. They didn't have the bridge yet. Yeah, we didn't cross the road. We had to go. We went under the bridge and then had to walk across the creek in our shoes and socks yeah. and shit. Like yeah. it was a, we were bound and determined to get and see how far it went though. Yeah. But now it's, uh, it's nice, man. You go out yeah. there to Rotary Park, you just start on it. The path's already there. You get over there, you go over a cool, like this big ass iron bridge. First of bridge. all, there's a cool parking lot back there. So you can park like literally at the trailhead, right? Yes. Because you park like 10 foot from where you start walking. Yeah, you park right there. And then don't be like I was the other night. And because that parking lot, I parked there. And then I went out the uh, the end hole. I was right behind you. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, because right as soon as we went through there, there was a truck coming through there. And I bet he was thinking we were a couple of dickwads. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, because if you met somebody coming out of that driveway, yeah. one of you is going to have to back all the way up. Yeah. Chances are that was going to be us because we was going the wrong way. But anyhow, yeah. you know, you go over like a little, you go over a bridge going over the eight mile, and then you, uh, that metal bridge runs parallel to that bridge right there on 412. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I remember yeah. when they put it in, it was yeah. cool because the, the big trucks that were hauling them parked at Burger King for like two days with those giant ass bridges on there. There was two of them. And I now, was like, oh, those are cool. There's like a concrete path that goes underneath the bridge and all that, like people ride their bikes on or walk or whatever. Yeah, so you walk underneath 412. And then um, you go up and you walk cool. there beside Popeye's, yeah. the old Dr. Pepper plant. You're yeah. right there. You walk by that all the way over, like behind Paragold Doctor's Clinic and the old bowling alley and the new fire station. So you do the airport. Walk, the airport's on your left. Yep. So you yeah. do walk underneath. They have the trail that goes under the bridge. Yes, you go it's under the bridge out. there yep. at Popeyes. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah, cool. And then, yeah, the airport's on your left. You go on down. Big new fire stations on the right, and then you go under that bridge too. There by the new fire station. Yeah, and you go like down by. Then you get into the. Yes. Now that's where kind of get into the hood that, there. Oh, well, not really. Up. Yeah. <laughs> hold up. Hold okay. on. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Okay. So, we got to preface this by saying we had a night one and a night two. This yes, is we went we were two at nights. Trailhead. We, we were at Trailhead. Now we're getting down the trail a little right. ways. Now we're behind Westview Baptist Church in okay. those woods well, so behind that's that. That's not yeah. that yep. bad yet. Well, but I will say, compared to the other side where there's a lot of shit going on, yeah. you get over there, and it gets there's dark a bunch of trees on your right side and the creek on your left. Like, it didn't bother us. But if I was a 25-year-old good-looking chick, I wouldn't want to be out there by myself. What about yes. an ugly girl? Or an ugly girl. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah, it gets a little... It gets a little quiet. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty 
pretty primitive out there on it's that part. Rapey. But the, the the path is still nice. They've got a couple of cameras up out yeah. there on the little yeah. poles. And that's the stretch that you walk all the way down to, like, the highway there where Goodman's Grocery is. Yeah. Now, the first day, we walked all the way there, and then we got out and turned onto the turned right onto the highway and walked all the way over there to where it came in front of Harmon Park. Yeah. And was like, well, guess we'll go back home now. And <laughs> turned around that. and went all the way back to Rotary Park, and that's 3.25 miles yeah, that's from there cool. and back. Now, I got to tell you what we encountered. Yes. So <laughs> on the part um, like where Popeye's and the bowling alley and the, the fire station are, there yeah. were several people walking dogs, riding bikes, that kind of stuff. Once we got underneath the other side over there and started going behind Westview, yeah, there was this real skinny dude and his <laughs> real skinny girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And they had on a backpack and on what looked like a clown mask. Oh, my God. And we're kind of getting over there in the sketchy part, and it's about this time of the day, and I'm like, well, there's three of us, one of him, and he looks at me and goes, are you ready for the purge? He's shirtless. He's covered in prison tats. Hell, yeah. Are you ready for the purge? I'm like, I'm just going for a walk, man. Yeah. Yeah. And his his lady, like Jason said, they were an awfully skinny couple. Them cheekbones (laughs) were shining. <laughs> Not saying I don't know it to be fact that meth was involved, but I do know it's true that meth was probably involved. <laughs> Which whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. So he's wearing a purge mask. Did it have like the big smile? The the I don't even know if it was a purge mask. It was some I kind don't of know. Mask. I haven't I haven't I've seen the first movie, I it think. It was probably kind of purgy looking. Whatever, but, but he didn't have it on his face. He had it, like, raised up on his head. Oh so you could God. see his face, but he was wearing it, like, up here. All right, so maybe I might be the only one to say uh, it. And me and Grant or Jason never really said anything to each other, but I felt pretty uncomfortable there for a second. Not trying Yeah. Like maybe I'm a pussy, but I thought, the fuck is this guy up to? Yeah. Like, you don't think the three of us could have taken him? Oh, well, I do. Okay. I do. Yeah. But that gal is probably pretty fucking mean. Yeah. I'm not, well, she was not, probably scrappy. Let's not else. just dismiss the fact that she was there too yeah. because I wouldn't I think I think I could take her, but I wouldn't have Actually, I think I would put you on the dude and I'd get Jason and Grant on the chick first. And then they jump over I and help think you. Two people need to be on the guy. First. Yeah, he was wired up. Yeah. He was wired for sound. Oh, yeah. okay. So he had yeah. his meth weedies this morning. He, I don't know that, to, like Andrew said. I don't know that to be a fact. I just know. Now that he was skinny, but I'm not gonna. I'm. He was wiry. He looked pretty fucking tough though, too. Oh, okay. He like, was pretty ripped up. Like he's probably been to prison Cummins a time or two. Or <laughs> yeah. Varner Supermax or Supermax. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, ran into that guy. We didn't have any more trouble out of that knucklehead. We just we walked just, faster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we. <coughs> we walked on down there and then we come back. Now, I'm going to let Jason take it over for the next night. We, we, we went there the next day also. So, the part that we went to from Rotary Park all the way down to like Goodman's Grocery, Harmon Playfield, is only the first half. Yeah. 
So I was like, the next night, let's meet at Harmon Playfield. And go down, and like, go down toward the, the east side. Half. Because yeah. we wasn't really sure how to get across <laughs> oh. the road and over there and all yeah. that. So I'm like, let's just meet at Harmon's Playfield, right? And then you'll and come we'll, out by the radiator shop. Yes. Over there. So yeah. we met there, and we walked, started. Now, the part that goes behind uh, Harmon Playfield yeah. is super nice. After that, when you get behind Nun Construction and over in that area, oh yeah, it like starts the to get kind of sketch. And you get you come to a point, and you're at the fucking road there by the railroad tracks. I'm like, and me and Grant and Andrew are looking at each other like, where the fuck do we go? Uh-oh. And I look down, and there's like an arrow with a bicycle on it. Yeah. So you have to go down. Be is that North End Avenue and cross that bridge on foot. And that's like Vance Street or Vance something. Street. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you, you have to go over the tracks on foot, cross the bridge on foot, and then you hit the trail again. Okay. And then you go down behind like Mission Outreach uh-huh. down there. Yeah. And in this part, you go behind. Oh, first of all, oh, you no, walk through a junkyard. Down yeah. the road. You walk through a fucking junkyard on a fucking road. Like, either side of you is a junkyard. You go over there, it ends up going nice. on to North End Avenue, where it yeah. takes that, like, 90-degree curve. Yeah. goes on North End Avenue, and you walk up over the tracks. Again, well, over the you tracks. you like, fields on both sides and yeah. shit. Now we're out in the sketchy part. And you had to turn by this old, like, salvage yard that had 1,000, 1,500 vehicles out there. Yeah. yeah. Sitting out there, and you walk by that. And then you get back onto the path. Yeah, and at then, the creek because you're not yeah. at the creek at this point. So now we're just walking creekside. It, the path follows the creek from here yeah. on out, and it goes all the way down there to the mission outreach. And at the mission, you got to get up onto the street, cross over the bridge that by Lake the Franklin street. Apartments by the. Oh yeah, my okay. god! Yeah, so it walks. It goes straight behind the Franklin's, right? Yes. Yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna because I know the eight mile runs right there. Yeah, Franklin's. You go behind. You go behind the mission behind the Franklin Apartments. Then you have to get on Lake Street and cross the bridge again on foot. Oh, shit. And then hit it on the other side. So now you're on the west side of Lake of, of, of the 8 Mile. Okay, yeah. And from there, you walk all the way down to that parking lot over by Legacy. Yeah, okay. And Andrew had to walk across the bridge and take a shit at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, yes, I did. Well, here's the thing. We're walking up there, and he goes... Is that the gas station right there at yeah. the trailhead? I'm like, I don't know. The flash oh, yeah. market over yeah, there. The flash yeah, flash market. It's, um, yeah, we got up there. Now, I had kind of started having to poop about, like, kind of 20 minutes before the, 15 yeah, minutes before the. In his defense, this was a longer truck than the other one. Yes. Yeah. But we didn't really know that going in. We were just going in blind. We was going to see how far we'd go. But, so, I mean, obviously, oh, if I would have had to shit before we went, I would have just shit. Yeah. But something about just getting going and getting walking, and it's just like it just jars it loose. Oh, yeah. And I by right before we got to the Franklin Apartments, my belly started hurting. <laughs> and we just wasn't in a good spot. Because, dude, there was a section of that that you're literally walking behind people's houses. Like, it's like right in their backyard, that little Paved path. Yeah, it's weird that how it's is laid the Franklin out. Franklin Apartments. Yeah, well, those house, and then you walk up and you go right beside the Franklin Apartments right there, and then you cross over the road. Anyways, we get up there. A lot of houses. I, yeah. I had to shit. 
when we got there and I was looking, like seeing how far that gas station was and I was doing math in my head thinking <laughs> like, well, fuck, it's been, that was two miles that we had walked, two and yeah. a quarter miles that we had walked to that point. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way that I can walk another two miles to have to shit. And those bathrooms at Harmon Playfield is not even going to be unlocked. Mm-mm. But I'd already also went through the scenario in my head that I am wearing socks. Yeah, you could. And there it. is woods exit. So I was ready. If if it turned into an emergency situation, I was ready to shit and leave yeah. my socks in the woods. Yeah, and they had like, you've got like a, a wet wipe kind of too because I'm sure you were doing a little sweating while you was walking. So, I mean, yeah, they probably were a little damp. You could wipe your ass oh, with yeah. that I mean, I moist had, sock. I had my socks. I had my underwear. I could have cut those off, used those. But anyways, I made it over there to the gas station, and it was... Now, did you go to... To Double B's, or did you go to Ghetto Mart, uh, um, Flash Market? He went the one, whatever's over the bridge. You know that where look, the parking lot is? Flash Market number 176. Yes. Six, yes. And I just know that number because I've got the map pulled up right All right. Now, Hell me. yeah. But, so me and Grant just kind of hung out and let him go do his thing. So, yeah, I should come back, and we walked the whole thing all the way back to the vehicles, and that trip was four and a half miles. Damn. Now, so see, the, I think I would have probably coordinated one somebody's vehicle over here and then drove back around and started. We talked about that, but we were just wanting well, to do yeah, it raw. But I mean, we just yeah, wanted to raw dog it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I promise. I, it, it I like didn't raw hurt, dogging it. It didn't hurt my big ass at all walking four miles. Like, I need to do shit like that. Like, now I will next day, next day at work, dude, my feet hurt like a son of a bitch. Now, the three and a quarter. Didn't do that, but that four and a half that crossed a crossed something. Well, for so me, it kind of sounds like, man, I know that they mean well with the whole path through the east side and all that, but it just kind of sounds like when you got to cross the tracks and even a little bit before you have to cross the tracks, it just seems like it. There's did. a little too much getting on the main roads. Yeah. Yes, are. on that portion. Yeah, on the other portion, you get on zero main road. Yeah, that's yes. what I'm thinking. Like between, between the uh, what's the highway that runs like the bypass highway there? Yeah, what is that? Forty nine. Forty nine B or something. Forty nine. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it is forty nine. Yeah, before right there between forty nine and then there at the softball park, I guess where it starts. Well, yeah. no, I still like. Uh, yeah, I like if I was giving any Goodman's. recommendations, this is what I would recommend. If you and Stacy were going to take the girls, I would say go to Rotary Park, go out back behind it, and park in that parking lot. Start yeah. there, go over that little bridge, go underneath four twelve, go over there, go underneath forty nine by the firehouse, go in those woods, go yeah. all the way to Goodman's Grocery, right there. At that point, turn around and come back. That's the perfect stretch, man. I'd cool. give that a four and a half out of five stars. I like it. I'll, so, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. That was, uh, that, but that was nice. Walking, you know, seven miles and something in a couple of days. And that's good. cool to just to say you've done it. I've walked the whole fucking yeah. Paragould Trail. And, uh, and the weather was perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah it's probably was. 68 degrees. Just the weather yeah. was great for it. Um, now, to sidetrack, I was going to tell about something else is had a fiasco here at the house. This is completely unrelated to 8-Mile Trail, but had a fiasco here at the house. This damn bathtub kept leaking in there in our bathroom here in the hallway. Oh, I'm familiar. Yeah. kept on, And it was just getting worse and worse and worse. 
Well, Melissa had already bought like new fixtures and faucets and stuff. So I start trying to mess with this thing and keep in mind, I'm no plumber. Not a handy fella. Handy with some stuff. Yeah. But plumbing is not one of them. Yeah. And I got in there and I started, you know, just taking stuff off like all the old fixtures. Now, these are the fixtures that's been on there since this house was built, you know, like in the mid, late 90s or whatever. And so I'd already went out there, out there in the yard and turned the water off to the house and started messing with this shit. And I got in there and I got this stuff off. And then I got stumped to a point where there's this thing that would not come off of there. It wouldn't unscrew and come off. The fuck. So then I resorted to YouTube. I go to YouTube because YouTube is a pretty good tool for a lot of shit. It really is. Went there and looked all over trying to find like an example that had like a setup just like mine. It's like that crystal ball thing that you twist and turn and lift up and down. It was one of those for the shower handle. Anyways, everything I found on YouTube, there's just this guy, you know, with a shit-eating grin and he's do-do-do-do-do and they got the little music going on. He's using his screwdriver and he's clean till everything's like spotless clean and he pulls this thing off and then he gets to this part and then he's just standing there twisting it off with his fingers and all <laughs> the because these YouTube videos a lot of these guys doing this it's like it's a staged shower oh, yeah, and the parts yeah. that they're taking off and replacing yeah. are brand new and all oh, this yeah, yeah. well this so every video I found when it gets to this part I was hung on it just shows somebody twisting it right off <laughs> Meanwhile, flip screen to here, I'm in there standing in the tub with one leg up on the side of the uh, bathtub, yeah. and I've got a fucking 18-inch pipe wrench in there, and I'm like trying to get down on it. I use channel locks. I squirted WD-40 in there and pulled on But I didn't want to pull so damn hard because I thought I was yeah. going to break something, yeah. and then I'll really be fucked. Oh, yeah. Well, so anyways, got our buddy old Ben Tucker over here. He's a pretty handy yeah. guy with all sorts of yep. shit. And he come over here, and we started messing with it. And he started trying to get that off, and he was like, you know how he is. He's kind of like, that's some bitch. Pretty tough to get off, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, I don't know. And we just kind of reached a point. He's like, well, fuck. So he started pulling on it, and then I started holding on to it on the other end of it with the channel locks, and he was pulling on the pipe wrench, and it started moving. Oh. It started twisting. was like, all right, we're doing good. Twist it off, and then turn around and look, and it's got all the copper pipes just twisted and broke oh. off in there. We just broke. Now there's just these, like, three big-ass holes in the copper pipes there in the wall, and so now I can't turn the water onto the house because water's going to yeah. fucking spray Now everywhere. you've turned a little problem into a fucking big problem. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, but I mean, hell, I was trying. I was trying to fix it myself. Yeah. And didn't work out. So told Melissa, I was like, call the plumber. We call this cat. <laughs> by the way, Pepper's plumbing, by yeah. the way. Pepper's Dude's great. great. Yeah. I've never. I've got to actually call him tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Well, he came over here, also works out because Melissa works from home, so. Come over here, was able to mess with stuff. Got the thing fixed. Hey, I'm here to fix your pipes. However, this was like a Sunday morning when this was going down. Yeah. And 
So she called the plumber on Sunday and is like, yep, he can be there 9 a.m. on Tuesday. Great. Well, then I was like, we have no water. Like, I mean, we can't, I cannot turn the water back on yeah. in the house because that's going to raise hell. Yeah. And so anyways, I went to Walmart, got a big-ass case of bottled waters. Like, well, I can use that to make coffee, brush my teeth. Yeah. Shit like that. And then I also got set like 12 gallon jugs of water. I was like, well, we can use this. Can take a whore bath if needed, boil some water. Yeah. Uh, can use that. Uh, we had gallon jugs sitting in there in the bathrooms to, to like pour it. into the back. If you had to take a shit, you got to flush the toilet. Yeah. And so I also realized no water means no bidet. Yeah. So here I am again, just fucking like a shit smearing animal. Yeah. Like a just, fucking poor person. Yeah, just, yeah like a <laughs> fucking degenerate. I hated it. And, but anyways, went through that. And then the next day, I went fishing with a buddy of mine from work. With skank ass. And that's the fish that I had in, yeah. in there. Yeah. I cooked some fish tonight. That's the fish that we caught the other I day. I just had another piece, and it was fantastic. It was yeah. very good. Is these little bitty crappies we caught out of a pond in an undisclosed yeah. location. It's very, very good. Nice. So I got those crappie, though, and I brought those home. Can't clean them. Ain't got any freaking water here. Oh, took them to Marvin's. Nope. Even better. I went over to Sheena and Shane's house. Oh, nice. Old Shane. Now, he's a big crappie dude. He's yeah. Badass at this shit, yeah. And the cleaning, and like he's got the whole setup—a table, the electric knife, the big knives, and all that. I've never cleaned a crappie before. I've cleaned a few catfish, yeah. Never yeah. done a crappie before. They're a little different. They're a little different. Well, I got over there, and uh, we was uh, Orland Mears is calling me right now. I'm not gonna be able to take that. Sorry. Oh, you uh, should. I should. <laughs> should have had him on the. Ah, uh... oh, damn it! I should have answered it. Well, you can call him back here in a little bit. But anyways, I'm sorry. What was I saying? Clean oh, clean and fish. fish. He was showing me how to do that, and I was like, "Well, let me try one." And I and <laughs> I, I grabbed my one. First, let me try one. I grabbed one. Hell, I got the biggest one out of the thing because it's it'd be the easiest. It was all pretty small, but I got the biggest one, and I got that one. And I was like, "All right, you cut right here, and you cut right here." And anyways, I went down and then went to go sideways and then I didn't realize but I cut through the whole damn fish and it was a fucking mess <laughs> and I pretty much ruined that one yeah and then he was like yeah just let me do all the he's <laughs> yeah. stand back my friend yeah, just, yeah. well cause I only had like nine of them yeah and I didn't realize that I think he was kind of one to just clean all of them himself cause dude he was bzz, 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 yeah. just buzzing through these but I didn't want to be the dude that's just standing there watching the guy. I was going to try to do one myself, but I didn't realize it was going to fuck things up. Yeah. So anyways, now we're at eight crappie. <laughs> we lost one. But anyways, dude, he cleaned those up for me, put them in the bag with the water and the salt and all that shit. Not to mention, here comes Sheena with a big fluffy towel and a washcloth, and I went in there and took a shower and washed my ass. I walked out of there with a Ziploc bag full of cleaned crappie fillets and a clean ass. Look at you. That's what good friends are for. Damn man. right. That's a village. It's good to That's know right. people. A buddy it, it, took me fishing. I caught a bunch of fish. Then another guy went over there. He cleaned them. His old lady washed your ass. Yeah. 
It was it was a good time. And now you served them to your friends tonight. Yeah, yeah, sure did. The gift that keeps them and those hush puppies were fire, dude. It's just like dropping a little pedal, a little pebble in the water, and just the ripples, just the ripples. Well, I enjoyed my ripple. I did too. That was delicious. So I have a successful plumbing story. I have been in more ordeals like you than I care to even speak (laughs) of. Like one of these things, you're like. Oh, this will take an hour to do. I've got the tools. I've got the supplies. I know what I'm doing. No. And then all of a sudden, you're dealing with the fucking, you don't got no water, and you're washing your ass at your friend's house. So Sunday, I got up, took a shit, went and made my coffee, and all of a sudden, I hear the bath. We have one bathroom, and I hear the water running in the toilet. Easy fix. I'm like, okay, well... So I'm like, okay, I'm going to run to Lowe's. I know what the problem is, right? Yeah. Go to Lowe's. It ain't even the little flapper. It's a little thing where the water raises up and cuts it off. So I went to Lowe's, spent $9.88. Got you a new tube. Got me a new tube. Turned the water off. Drained the water out of it. Put that new one in. Jason knows what he's doing. Fucking fixed, man. And I was like, I'm so glad. This didn't turn into a whole Sunday thing because it took me literally from the time it happened to the time it was fixed was an hour and ten dollars. Don't nice. those things make you feel good? Though? Yes, because I was like, Man, makes I feel did like not want to fuck with this all day on Sunday. Yep. I yeah. got football to watch, and I do not want to be facing the toilet for fucking eight hours. Well, for so, me, dude. my lack in confidence in so much shit like that, it's always like a toss up. It's like a flipping a coin. It's either yeah. going to turn into an ordeal. So that's why I do get so excited when something gets fixed and you're just like, by God, I did that. Yeah. yeah. Man, I did good. Here's there. the thing, and I'm not sucking my own dick here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pretty good amateur plumber. I'm yeah. a pretty good man. Now, I know you are. And Andrew, yeah. he, he, he diminishes his own abilities, but he's got some... He's yeah. got some know-how. Now when you, We're pretty good at the little own, shit, but the one to. thing I won't fuck with is electricity. Yeah. Man, I just won't do that. See, scares I'll, the fuck out I, of me. Water I, ain't going to kill I me. I still fuck, I fuck with electricity. Oh, fuck I've wired, but I've wired up a few things. Yeah, so a the water's not going to get you. The electricity will definitely get you. Now, the water and electricity together will super get you. Yeah. Like, I can, like, if you said, hey, let's take down that lamp, let's take down this uh, chandelier and put up a new one, I can do that. That's two wires, right? Yeah, yeah. Two wires, a couple of wing nuts. Yeah, yeah. You know, a a, a wire stripper. You know, we can get that done in an hour. But would you feel comfortable changing an outlet? Yeah, I can do an outlet. Pull an outlet, change Yeah, I can do outlets. I can do anything with two or three wires and I know where the fuck they go. I can do that shit. Exactly, yeah. But I ain't going to fucking go in and rewire my breaker box. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I just... I mean, no. And like some of these fucking ceiling fans they got now, dude, I don't know if you worked on that. Yeah. But, dude, they got eight wires. I'm like, okay, I got three wires coming out of my ceiling, but I got eight wires here. Yeah. What the? I tell you, one of the hardest things I've ever done, and I've done it more than once now, and it's kind of paint my numbers, and I know you've probably done this too because you've owned a couple of properties. You ever change the thermostat in your house? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of wires involved in that. Oh, my God. Yeah, it sucks. A lot of wires involved. And I you thought got I the was green one fancy. and the yellow one and the black one and the green one and the red one and the white one and with the, the black brown one and like you're disarming and a bomb. Or yeah, and they yeah. all go in a different spot. And like some of them, if you have this, don't use the red one. If you do, use the red one and the green one. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm a pretty smart guy, and I'm sitting here reading these, and I'm reading it in Chinese, and I'm like, wait a minute. 
I don't know. So I just kind of always – now, one thing I've done, I've gotten smart. Like even with the toilet, before I break everything down, I take a picture. Uh, that yeah, way yeah. I can go back and be like, okay, this goes here, this goes here. So you can see how everything's put together yes. and all Dude, that. That's, that's, that's solid call. About the toughest time I've had with something like that was when you – remember when you walked in my backyard that day and you were like, dude, this gives me anxiety. Like that shed I was putting together. Yes. It comes in a box about yes. the size of this Over there table. on Kimberly. Yeah. God, dog, man. Comes in a box about the size of this table. Little bitty old box. This is, a, one, of, this is one of those building. outside, like, probably 8 by 10 or 10 by 12 metal I think it was buildings. a 10 by 12. 10 by 12 metal buildings that comes in a box the size of this. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's fucking piece after piece Dude, you piece open it, and there's piece. 1,100 screws. And, like, there's 100 that are screw A, 200 that are screw B, oh, 200 dude. that are screw you C. you get this shop at Ikea? No, I got What's it at Lowe's, and it was about 400 bucks. Dude, I, I walked why. back there, and he had all this shit laid out, and I was like, dude, I can't be here. <laughs> it was I like, can't be here. I got to go. It, it was like, uh, it would start by A, B, C, and D, and then it would go from, and then it would go, like, the posts were... A A A B A C A D, and you'd have like fifteen of these, and twenty of these, and three of these, and seven of these, and so you'd have to put them in different piles. So by the time I got done and had everything spread out and everything, not to mention the all to the sheet metal, the sides, the roof, everything, everything just was spread in this out. fucking box, and then you get it out and spread it all out. It's a DIY fucking 10 by 12 metal shed. Dude, it took me two days to get it's it It's an together. Ikea metal shed. Is Working is. all day Goodness. with a damn screw gun. I don't even know why the fuck I was over there. Uh, you came over to get something, I, I came think. over to get something, and I went back there, and Matt's like, dude, I, he had all this shit. Like, <laughs> What'd you do? No. Come, well, he no. probably came over there to help put together the shop building. He knew better than that He knew better than that. No. But evidently, he got it up. I'm still standing. Yeah, it's still standing. It's good. It's good quality. I mean, I, I I took my time. Did I did everything by the instructions, word for word. It wasn't bad. Well, the new owners of the house, I think, will really appreciate it. Yeah, if we'd ever get to sell them. We, oh, have y'all it's not sold no, yet? No, it's not sold yet. Did we hadn't even put it on the market yet. How much rent would you charge me if I wanted to move in? I don't know, man. We'll, we'll cut you a deal. All right. I may take you up on that. Yeah. It's over know. on uh, Might over need on me a, a Kimberly Street, pad. nice little area. That's right. Yeah, need let's take us a break and come back and, and talk it. about the downtown after hours show. That was pretty cool. Ooh, I want to talk to y'all about this Facebook group I joined. Oh, okay, perfect. All right, fellas, I'm going to have to tell you about this Facebook group I joined. And, it, and it's because of this guy's video that I saw on TikTok. I was scrolling through, and he's, uh, he's like, all right, guys, I just joined this group called Hog Crankers Against Grass Clibbins. And what it is, like, Also, it's a motorcycle thing. Yeah, you have to, like, you have to say it like that, though, because it's spelt. Is this a parody thing, or is this Yeah, it's, okay. it's satire, for sure. But, like... Hog crankers against grass clibbins, and they're and they spelt clibbins like C L I B B I N S. Ah, clibbins, yeah. And against is A G A N S T, and you have to do everything in all caps because you got to be talking like yeah. you know what you're talking about, <laughs> dude. It is so funny. Like this one says, 
needs some nice hogs to crank to. Bob Barb says mine ain't good enough. And then he's got a picture of his hog. And then Larry Damn, I don't want to see his hog. Larry says, only hog Barb wanna crank is dim BBC. Goddamn girls not out bullshit. So it's people. I guess they're against his grass clippings because yeah. apparently that that the gets they'll lay the down a bike. Yeah, you and and this one's dang libs. If it was up to them, we'd be saying how to lay him her slash down. Can I get an amen and a hell yeah? I don't feel like that guy's joking. <laughs> and then this guy and a part of the joking is like how you spell everything. So when I say something, I'll say. Hell yeah, Borther, B-O-R-T-H-E-R, and it looks like brother, and that's, it. dude, it's so fucking funny, man. I've got... Now what's this called again? Hog Crankers Against Grass Clippings. Damn. And it there is, is... There's something for everyone out Dude, there. it is Evidently. so fucking funny. Me and Barkley Rowland get on this group and just, I mean, it, it lights up my day. get you some t-shirts. It lights up my day. Like this one says, God bless Brother Daniel. Give him some hip toss. And then he shared a picture of a guy's tweet. Then he posts a picture and he says, Freaking hot outside. Been mowing, fixing to weeding. No wish me luck. Be nice of good juice puss to have afterwards. I'm not that lucky. And then he posts a picture. <laughs> God, I don't even know what that means. I don't speak that language. So what you're saying is folks need to look this up and go and check out. The yes. Show. The guy's picture is everything, though. He looks like man, somebody we know. It is so damn funny, man. Like, it's just so funny. You got to get on there and check it out because... And you'll find yourself commenting on something. The internet's undefeated, man. Dude, oh, man. I fucking love Like this one, Ben Myers says, you boys ever get the guys together and go out to the garage and just crank your hog? You know, close yes. the door and just crank them. With the boys. Take and, a few know. millers and usually can even get Troy to crank his hog. Sometimes even crank each other's hogs or watch each other cranking hogs. Especially in this Alabama heat. We get so damn sweaty just cranking and cranking and cranking. And then this guy says, just crank her till she won't. God bless. And it's spelled G-O-B-B-L-E-S-S. So, see, I feel, and I know enough about Facebook to know that probably 75% of these guys on this group are in on the joke. 25% of them ain't in on the joke. They are the joke. <laughs> I think it's been taken over by. Yeah. What if you that. found out that the admin of this page was that guy that you talked on the phone to that day at John Deere? <laughs> that would like if so he funny. was the guy that started the... Uh, oh, I mean, dude, it's so good, man. He's in the hog. How's that coffee, Jason? Man, it's good. Is that good? Yeah, I needed that more than I thought. I wish I had more of those coffee cups. He's drinking it out of a... Uh, we actually have a... THC Jamcast. Oh yeah, coffee that's cups a there. I got that mug. off of T Public. I didn't even it, notice that's what I was drinking out of. Yeah, it is. Nice. I see. I I wish it had that on both sides of it or something. Yeah, like it's that. only on the uh, one yeah, side. Yeah, it's that, some kind of wrap. They basically took a sticker and it looks like they heat melted it on. I've been here drinking a lot of coffee in the evenings and stuff. Well, you're not drinking like booze. A, I know, and so like, coffee's nice. Little grass, little coffee, a lot of water. Drink yeah. a lot of water. But uh, I did, 
give uh, I did give Starbucks another shot. How day. was it? I How went, was it? Did I you get you a venti? Yes. Th- th- that's I, the big one, right? Well, no. I, I'm glad you said that because I'd forgotten about this. <laughs> that's the only one I know. So I, no, I, I went through Starbucks. Now, I don't get anything fancy. Like, I want the venti black coffee. I want a venti coffee. And see, now here, here's where I got <laughs> fucked up because I went through. There wasn't anybody in the drive-thru. I went to the drive-thru and, you know, hi, welcome to Starbucks. Can we help you? Yeah. This is so much better than my last experience or my, my only other experience. She's like, hey, what can I get you? And I I felt like I was fucking cultured. And I was Hell like, yeah. I want a venti black coffee. She's like, did you say a large coffee? Oh, and, what the fuck? I know. Yeah. I got this at Starbucks. If I would have went up there and said, I want a large black coffee, they would have been like, oh, you mean the venti? Yes. You know, like with that's, their little Dude, that's the way mustache. I feel fucking every time. I went up to Geo's the other uh-huh. day, and I was like, okay, they don't do that venti-named fucking bullshit. And I went up there, and I was like, I need a large ice mocha whipped cream. And she was like, oh, you mean the eyeliner? And I was like, yeah, whatever's the biggest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. I was like, what the fuck is this? Well, here's the thing. I didn't deal with anything like that. They were just like. Okay, great. That'll be $3 and whatever. Pull around to the window. I pulled right around to the window. As soon as I pulled up there, the window opened, and, dude, that smell like oh hits you right God. in the tits. Yeah. Man, like that coffee and all the stuff in there, it come into oh, the car, man. and I was like, wow, it smells good. The girl at the window, sweet girl. Very Super nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Does she have a nose ring and tattoos? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, that's because only Sataners work here. <laughs> yeah, she she had a she had a tattoo of like a dead fetus yep. on her forearm. Yep, you know. But anyways, no chick was real nice. Got my rates. coffee, paid, got on out of there. Fantastic experience. How much Loved was that it. coffee? It's like three dollars and oh, okay. that's not bad. No, I mean, whatever. and it's a big old cup of. I mean, hell is a venti. That's, I was about to say, especially with a fucking venti, big bro. Old, big old cup of coffee, and it's good. It's good coffee. I like their coffee. I'll buy it sometimes. Yeah, like I do like or whatever. Coffee. And yeah, well, I know that. this don't surprise y'all, but my cheap ass, my Generation X cheap ass, I just went to Walmart and bought me a forty dollar coffee pot and a big yeah. old tub of Maxwell House. Yep. And before I go to bed every night, I'll put that filter in there and put water in it, put about two scoops too many in the coffee pot. Yeah. I pour a little salt in there, too. Ooh. That takes the acidic taste out of it. Yeah. And when I get up at 5 in the morning, before I go shit, shower, and shave, Flip turn that, that switch on, go in there, Ooh. shit, shower, and shave. And it nice, you smell it, too. I got, oh, my own, dude, I, I got my own fucking coffee. I don't got to buy that shit. Son. Well, see, that's, I don't it's often. Great. Like, the day, like, you're drinking Folgers there. Like, Maxwell House. Folgers. Uh, no, I'm saying Maxwell you're House. drinking Folgers, Folgers right now. Oh, okay, I dig it. I'm saying, like, yeah, Folgers is the daily driver around here. Yeah, like, that's what that's I make what every day. Yeah. Starbucks, that was a treat. Yeah, that's... that's That, that was a, just a nice, just different that's, cup of coffee. That's Marvin taking you out once a year to... Yeah. Down to uh, Bonanza. Bonanza. <laughs> no. Uh, no, that's... that's not, and every once in a while at the store, I'll buy a bag of the Starbucks coffee. And it's good. That I just like that house blend or yeah. the medium. The house the blend Pox is the best. Place or yeah. Pox Palace or Peak or whatever. Yeah. It's good. I like it. 
Yeah, I'm a big fan of their coffee. But I'm like Jason. I get mine. I don't have mine in the morning when I wake up because I got a lot of things going on. I mean, I got kids get up. I got to get Lucy to her mom's and I'll get it. You make it. You bring it up before you go to bed. I know. But when I get to work, the thing, the nice thing about it is, is usually by like 7.15, somebody's made coffee. And I just get up and go in the break room and grab some coffee. And it's Folgers with a styrofoam cup and... I mean, it's just... If I don't have me a cup of coffee within 30 minutes of waking up, somebody's going to have a bad fucking day, and it ain't going to be me. <laughs> I really like having that one to walk out the door with. Yes, sir. Man, I feel like a man about town. I walk out with my cup of coffee and my badge and my for my clock-in thing. And Plus, I know you sit in the parking lot and smoke three cigarettes I, while yep, you're drinking your I've coffee. I've got my yep. checklist. Hell, I've got my damn lunchbox sitting right there. That I, I, I like walking out of the door with that cup, man. Yeah, I get it. I mean, like, if I didn't have to do so much running around and, like, I've got to, you know, pull Lucy in and out of the car some days and then I'm, you know, it's just, it's a lot going on. I'll spill that shit, so. I take for granted a lot of my just chill time. Yeah, dude, I don't get that at all. I I don't take it for granted. I appreciate it. It's okay because I know I know I'm just at that portion of life. You know, I'm in my thirties. I've got young kids, and that's you got good. shit going on, dude, man. And when they say you got shit going on, if you don't have kids, you really don't understand. But I don't want to say that because you do understand. You've been with with the kids now for a long time. But like, dude, God, it never stops. It never stops. You just go on yeah. and go on and go on. And if there's one thing, there's another thing, and then there's another thing, and then. You know, we're trying to get barns cleaned out and trying to get other stuff done well, while all this stuff is going. Well, not to mention everything else y'all have going on, like the houses and, you know, moving yeah. houses and all this. Yeah, we've still got to get completely moved out of the other house and then got to get that house sold and then got it. Lots of moving parts. Yeah, man. Yeah. And so I, I'm, I, I don't get much time, but when I do, it's beautiful. It's probably I know what, even sweeter I know what you're talking than about. it is. And I, I would yeah. thoroughly enjoy, and I know I will, if I make it to my older age, you know, we're going to get there. When I do, Well, Jason's I'll only have, got like 12 years left, I think. Yeah. yeah. Jason's Holly already said. there. Man. I'll have my cup of coffee when I walk out the door. I know I will because I'm like Jason. I, I'm really not in a good mood in the mornings until I have some. One of my favorite things, I y'all know this about me because you've known me now for several years, and you've – been on the road with me for several years. Oh, yeah. You know I'm an early riser. Got to be. I'm up by 5.30 or 6, even on the weekends. Yeah. Like, if I sleep till 6.30, that's late for me. Yep. Okay, yeah. so let's say it's Saturday morning. Tina will sleep till 8 or 8.30. Molly will sleep till 9.30 or 10. I usually sleep till about 9. Melissa's I'll get up way. and throw that coffee on at 6.30. Ooh, and Go in there and up. shit. No. Oh, Dude, I have a full two hours. To sit in yeah. there in the peace and quiet yeah. by myself watching me a Netflix or Disney Plus show, yeah. sipping on a couple of cups yep. of coffee. Man, that's my my mornings. And I think that's one reason I kind of just like passively and subliminally get up early. Because if I don't oh, yeah. have those two hours in the morning, yeah, I don't got two hours no time. Well, and see, that's what like – and and – it's every other weekend because most of those weekends we don't have Lucy and then, you know, Whitley will go with her grandma or something like that. So some mornings I do get to just chill. Like I'll wake up 
if it's the weekend, I'll smoke a bowl and just sit there and watch TV while Stacy's asleep. Man, there's nothing better. You ever eat you some cereal while you're doing oh, that? Oh, yeah, best? dude. Oh. Cereal, man. Have you a good cup of coffee or something. I'll, I normally get up and go out and grab me a coffee if I'm if it's on the weekend. Come and go is just right there, dude. I'm, I like come and go's coffee. Come and go, and also McDonald's, man. Yeah, McDonald's makes McDonald's a good coffee. McCafe I, is pretty good. I think it's good. Uh, Hardy's coffee, not so much. Waffle House coffee is incredible. Yeah, Waffle House McDonald's does have is good. I I like a I like some of those just quick. Casey's General Store, it's a little different. It's not. It's, yeah, their black coffee is not quite like this black coffee. It's yeah. a little different, but I like it. I tell you, when we're going on a trip, like when we're going to the lake on a Friday or something, and it's early, and I don't have time to make coffee, we'll stop at Come and Go, and I'll get me a medium coffee or something. And I always got to put a little ice in the bottom because it's too, too hot. Yeah. But dude, those lids aren't conducive to a good sip. No, you got to like suck them lids it out. Will burn the fucking your fucking face off. Yeah, man. you got to suck it out. When you do, it's already yeah, it, in your mouth. Yeah, it don't it don't just like flow. Yeah, into that's your why mouth, I have to put you know? the damn ice in it. Or I'll get a bottle of water. It's what I'll do, a cold bottle of water, like the cheapest one they got. And I'll only fill my cup of uh, my cup of Joe up about that much. And then when I get in the truck, I'll pour the rest of that water in there. I like it. And I then like I it. have my water bottle for later. Because usually I just go up to, like, the soda fountain and just pour some water. Smart. But, Smart. I like it. But, yeah, you keep you a bottle of water. And, man, it works perfect. That's the only thing that I, I don't like, really, about the, the gas station stuff is the uh the cups yeah like it's uh some of some of those cups are a little little sketchy yeah what but happened man, to the old good uh, well and let me tell you who's still got them is the flash market that you went and shit at oh they've still got the old styrofoam with the old crack top you know you crack that plastic piece the kind you can either put a straw in or crack it back yeah yeah you crack it back oh, and yeah. then snap the top in those I'm, were the best damn cups ever. I love a styrofoam cup. Yeah, and that's what they got. miss, which, I mean, dude, honestly, I don't even hardly ever go to McDonald's anymore for anything. I usually but don't But I either. miss going and getting like a, um, a half like a half and half sweet. Dude, their damn sweet tea is too high octane for me. Dude, I it is, I man. It. I just got one the other day, and I was like, whoo. I mean, Sonic's isn't that bad. I'm used I to like getting Sonic sweet tea. Route 44 Sonic sweet tea, Very man. good. I Very can good. vibe on that all night. And that good Sonic ice. Oh, dude. But McDonald's, man, they used it's to like have those thick. styrofoam cups. Yeah. Like the large cup. It was yep. that styrofoam. Love that. But now it's all those plastic cups and they sweat. Sweat like a motherfucker. And, yeah, yeah it's like just it. nasty. Everything gets watery and warm. But miss those styrofoam cups at McDonald's. Dude, they're making a biodegradable styrofoam now that biodegrades in like two years. So let's fill the landfill with them bitches. Let's come on. Get, let's break back out. Let's start well, using styrofoam like, again, that's people. Like when we went to, and I oh. am the most eco-conscious guy you'll meet. I want to save the planet. I think global warming is real. I think global, man, I think humans are contributing greatly to global warming. Oh, for sure. But when I go to a restaurant and they give me a fucking paper straw... Uh, and yeah. then a big old 24-ounce plastic cup. I'm I like, got what are we doing oh, here? I, I, got see, a I see where you're going. Yeah, yeah, you actually, know what I'm talking about. Let's, actually, let's what are we doing paper here? Cups. Well, we'll have to start. That uh, That actually goes into what we was going to end up talking about was the downtown after hours. Yes, sir. 
They had that. That was just this past Friday night, right? Yeah, it was downtown. That was pretty badass. It couldn't have worked out better, dude. Us three, oh, we played man. down there, and then we had our fourth man, old Paul Farrell, trucked it here from Raven Den to come and do all the sound stuff and bring some, bring a few other pieces of sound equipment to add on with ours, and he stands out there with the. With the iPad and messes with the sound and, and dude, that helps. Dude, let me that tell you. That helps a ton. Anytime Paul runs our sound, we have so many people afterwards being like, man, y'all sounded phenomenal. Yeah, because there's somebody so constantly tight. paying attention to it. And man, I was, I was watching because the monitors are so great. I was watching, you remember that guy that was sitting right up front with his wife? Yeah. I remember we were doing something. It was in, uh, in color. And it was right when we make that hard stop there in, yeah. in color. I looked out at him, and he turned over and looked at his wife, and he was like, they're tight. Like, I could see him say that, and I was like, yeah. yes, that's what I want. That's what I want. I couldn't see shit. I couldn't either. It was I got very... bifocals now, boys. I can see everything. Old dude, old Gary Kermeens had his cool little stage set up out there. It was just like a big pull-behind trailer that you just pop it oh, over like a door hot dog trailer, yep. and boom, you got a whole stage That was there. a fancy setup. He had lights and all that. Dude, those lights were bright as shit. Like, like you said, when we were out there playing, I couldn't see anything, No, I which see. actually works out pretty nice if there's something that you're nervous about or whatever yeah. because it's like you're just standing in you're, a black room. Exactly. That's what it looks like, and, and yeah. I, I like that. Like at, at Collins, it was mm-hmm. it was just like that. At the you Collins. know, one thing I appreciated about Gary when I got there and started setting everything up, because he's a musician, he had power ran to both sides of that stage. Oh yeah, he already oh, yeah. had extension cords ran yep. with like the three outlets. Like he was prepared for whatever we were going to do. Yeah, and I appreciate the shit out of that man. Yeah, Gary's very easy to work with. If you need to rent a stage, if you're looking to rent something cool. Even, hey, if you're looking to have us out but don't have a stage, call Gary. He'll hook us up with a stage. Yep. He's excellent. That excellent stuff, guy. And that stuff does cost money, but if you're if somebody's throwing on an event or something like that, that is, that where, is that's yes. where it's at. And because could you imagine if you rolled up somebody's party like out in the out in the boondocks and they had that out there? Right, that light set up and like a sound system. Like now, our stage at Orland's house was very good, and he did a great job on that. But if you went out there, I mean, it would that would be a production. You would almost have to charge tickets, yeah, to to try to make up, and not because of us. Or you would just plan it ahead and just to pay for the stage. I'm going to spend this much for this guy to come out here and do this. Yeah, and because we're not the most expensive thing when they do that. That's a, and you could you could tell it when they were saying who sponsored what there oh at yeah. the end, like the main money sponsors were sponsoring the stage <laughs> and the Speaking other of the sponsors were sponsoring us. I like how you know, like where Jason was standing on the stage, <laughs> right underneath him on oh, the stage, the big great. ad. Uh, advertisement banner was Mitchell Funeral Home. Hell Our yeah. family serving yours since nineteen twenty. I even made a comment serving about that. Yeah, <laughs> but serving them right there. That was fun, man. Paul and uh, his wife Summer they came into town. He helped us with our sound and shit, and we was all hungry by the time we got done with that. And it was, I don't know, eight thirty. We got all of our stuff packed up in twenty minutes or so. Paul is efficient. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we very. all are. We can get all of our shit done in about thirty minutes. We can we can break that stuff packed down. up in, in the vehicle. 
we got everything packed up in the vehicle and uh, we all took a trek down to 1812 Pizza, which Hell by yes. the way, I love 1812. God, I do too. It's they good. have some damn good pizza. Actually, me and uh, Melissa and my dad, we went there, ate supper last night after we got done messing with his house. But anyways, we all went down there to 1812 and y'all, that was one of the best times that I've had going out to eat, and I couldn't tell you when. That was a cool-ass group of people. Dude, it's fun, It man. was me and y'all two. Uh, Grant was there. My buddy Ben and his wife Mandy was there. Melissa, uh, Stacy, and the kids were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tina was not there. She had the grandbaby. Yeah. She- T- Tina was not there. I wish Tina could have been there. Uh, we had Paul and Summer. We had yeah, Emerald. We had uh, Jeremy. That uh, Jeremy Gunn. Yeah, Jeremy Gunn. Man, he came that, up. That, that was the first cool time dude. he's ever watched yeah. us. He's a, he's a podcast listener, I've, by the way. I've met Jeremy before, but I got to really hang out with him. He sat down by me. We talked a little bit, man. He's a good dude. Yeah, podcast man. That's our, that's our What's dear hunting buddy. That was a good time, man. That was a very good time. I feel like there's. I'm. I feel like there was somebody else. Who was it? Why am I? Well, Pearl was there. Yeah, the Emerald, kids there, Emerald's yeah. kids were there. But, dude, that was so damn fun, It man. was fun, man. We and you there, were completely sober. And I was sober as a judge. Dude, let me tell you, you don't have – I mean, and, and being, you know, this long without booze, you really – after you go a little while without it – and you you get to these places, everybody's having a good time. You just end up having as good of a time. I know, and I hadn't even I hadn't even smoked any pot either. Like I had ate one ten milligram gummy about an hour and a half before we played music. Nice, but other than that, nothing. But that was damn good time. Yeah, sitting there uh, sipping on my old Dr. Peppers and eating, and now. Back to where we were, eighteen twelve. That is the only disadvantage that I don't that that they've got with me is the paper straws. I get where they're coming from. They're trying to, you know, yeah. See, I don't. And like I think it's some serious yeah. virtue signaling or something. But going this is on what there, I don't but. get. And the pragmatist that I am, I ordered a tiny bomb. I'm like, I want a tiny bomb. So she brought it to me in a glass, and I want a glass of water. The glass of water was in like a 16-ounce plastic cup Yeah, with a paper straw. Yeah. I'm like, what are we doing here? Why? Like, yeah. what are we doing here? Why don't we give... Yeah, why don't we do paper, paper cups? Paper cups. Or why don't we do like glass cups with... Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. And that it's ain't going to make you stop going there. No. It was just like, I was like... Whoa. That's a weird... I need I, to see the manager. Yeah. I, I always, like when I go to Steak and Shake, I'll ask them for a plastic straw. Because they do have them, and they will give you. Well, see, straws. any other time if that you I you ask, if you don't, it's paper as steak and shake. Well, any other time, if I'd have been going into eighteen twelve, it wouldn't matter because I'd have been drinking beers out of a glass and all that. But man, when you yeah. go in there and get that soda or water or whatever, yeah, that paper straw, it just gets Which, bushy. I'm not it's much of a straw drinker, anyways. When I go to I like to I like to pull a nice chunk of ice in with a good drink of soda when I sometimes you know if I'm at a restaurant I like to well turn there's a up lot of places that I don't care to, I don't know it doesn't make sense I don't care to eat in but I don't quite want to put my mouth on the glasses yeah but there at 1812 they do have plat like their 
cups are like throwaway plastic cups. Yeah. So oh, yeah. last night when we went there, I uh, pulled uh, the lid off that bitch. Well, now after I said, I'm sorry, I'm I'm thinking about what I said earlier. Where would I not want to put my mouth on a glass at? Because I put my mouth on forks. I don't know. Maybe it's just because usually when something's been dirty at a restaurant, it's been a glass. Yeah. Or something. Maybe and you can see know. the smudges and stuff on glasses if you look just right. You know? Yeah, I guess so. Stick Maybe. that fork in your mouth. Don't fucking look, boy. I just live in denial. I just fucking stick it in my mouth. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I'm, I'm like Farva. I'm like, does that look like a loogie to you? He's like, yeah. He said, nah, fuck it. And then he just ate it. Oh, I haven't watched <laughs> that, that movie guy. in so long. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Whatever. I'll eat it as long as I don't taste it. But, dude, yeah, the downtown after hours thing, that was fantastic. The weather the was after great. The weather was dude. perfect in comparison so to the downtown after we hours. We had an Elvis year. impersonator open oh, for us. Oh, what was it? Zayden J. Zayden J. out of Jonesboro. I'm sorry, an Elvis tribute artist. Yeah, he's, he's not a an person, he's a tribute artist. But he did more than just Elvis because he did some Neil at the end. He did do some Neil. Diamond. Oh, yeah. And he did Sweet dude, Caroline. I was pumped because I'm a huge Neil fan, man. I love me some Neil Diamond. I just know the bump, bump, bump. Part. The kid was kind of a diva. He's like, You're going to have to move these cords. I'm going to need this stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I move around a lot. So you're going to need You're to absolutely like, right. He's yeah. trying to fuck down, bro. You're yeah. just lucky you're here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I pulled, I pulled my, I had to pull my microphone off and like my mic stand had to go out of his way and push my pedal board back and stuff <laughs> like that, which is great. He you did know, a he good got job. up there and he does kick around and, Throw his feet a lot, and if he's tripping over cords, I you know. I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> this I'm meaning this halfway as a joke, but I mean it halfway serious. How much longer can he pull that shtick? Oh, I know. He's 11. Yeah, right? he's 11. Like, yeah. is he going to be doing that when he's 18? Because that's weird at, at that point. Well, yeah. no. Now here's the thing. I think it could go one or two ways. Like. Either he's going to really stick into the entertainment thing and start pursuing something, and it might morph into this or that, or he yeah, might really he learn how to play to an instrument or whatever. Dance moves. He's either going to be really great, or he's not going to give a. Sh- he's going to be seventeen years old, and he's not going to give a shit about that anymore. And he's going to talk to his buddies like, "Hey, you remember that back when I was doing blah 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 <laughs> or whatever?" Like it's I kind really... of a. I don't know, but. Miranda had asked us back like a week or so before that, yeah. like, hey, we got this kid. He's 11 years old, an Elvis tribute artist. Can, is it fine if he, like, opens for y'all and plugs in through y'all's sound stuff and all that? And I was like, well, yeah, sure, whatever. And so we had no idea, like, how his music was going to go or anything like that, like what he was going to plug into or what kind of operation he had. And, I mean, hell, he's 11 years old. I didn't want to send him a message or nothing. <laughs> send him be like, so what are you planning on doing? I figured he had to have, like, a, a handler or a oh, parent yeah. Yeah, or something. A handler. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, he's a he, fucking tiger. <laughs> well, we was, we, was, <laughs> we was setting shit up, and then there was this guy that came up, and he was wearing, like, a T-shirt that had, like, Elvis on it. And he was just, oh, you know, yeah. Just like a dad-looking guy. Yeah. Like, and at first he walked up there and he's like, hey, uh, I'm the dad for Zayden. And he yeah, looked at us like, oh, okay. I'm like, what's up, so man? So I do appreciate They had all their shit together. 
Mm-hmm. Like, they were organized. Yes, I appreciate and that. And that yeah. was awesome. Like his dad was out there. He had like a laptop that was like, okay, this is a show that he does. And he was over there ready to plug it into our stuff. And he had like some folks there with him. I could tell what appeared to be his mom yeah, that was there. was there. And I thought that was awesome because his parents were both like, they were cheering yeah, him on for yeah, sure. They were all that. about it. And I, my parents I would that. have never done that. <laughs> like if See, I would have I had some shows as a little tyke and not a little tyke, but like a high school. My parents went to him. So I was pretty pumped. When I saw his, you know. Well, I fun. left with his Aiden J business card. So if you ever need to get in touch with him, I can get you the number. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he would be he'd be great for uh oh man, they need to get him out there at the chateau. Yes. Those old folks he would need his be. ass alive. Yes. Perfect for that. Maybe we need to pin we need him to, to the... the yeah. You need to forward that to I'll your people it, at I'll the Chateau. I'll be the hey. Colonel Tom Parker. I'll start, yeah. I'll start <laughs> pimping him out. He's going he's gonna to pimp that motherfucker to the Chateau. We're going to do, do a retirement home circuit tour. Jason's going to yeah. go tell his dad and be like, sorry, this is where you get off the train. Yeah. Look, yeah, we don't need your fucking MacBook. I've got things Let me handle from here this. Forward. Right. We'll take your mom on tour, though. You end up seeing <laughs> up Mom can come with us. And Zayden, you backstage stay footage. Home. Jason's back there with him, you know, chewing him out, slaps him and stuff. You put, put a smile on her face. Anyway, it was a, it was a good performance. Dude, though. The it kid really was. No, oh, he was good. Yeah, I, the, yeah, the kid was fun. And you know it what? I, outside of the ability that he had or whatever, because he did actually sing. He didn't lip sync. Yeah. He actually sang, but he was having a good fucking time. Yeah, and I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, that he was, was cool. having a good fucking and man, time. Man, what was what was cool? Like it, it his show started, and I know it's on a Friday, so. Everybody's kind of getting off work, and you got to take a shower, and then you got to be out there, you know, if you plan on going. So, I mean, it was like 6 o'clock, and I was like, shit, there's yeah, like... Yeah, there were eight people there. Yeah, I was what like, hell? uh... I mean, you could hear a pin drop. And then he got started, and then people started rolling in. I was like, ah, okay, whew. But, I mean, he was he was out there having a good time, and... He was he was pretty you know juiced up and dancing and all that. Dude. I told Paul I was like, man, I, I wonder if he went like full on authentic Elvis and like snorted one of his Ritalin in the parking lot or oh, something, yeah. and then came up on stage and just started well raising hell. Apparently, he did different time periods, and that's what I got yeah. to know. And so the first was like the old eighty, the Elvis, and then by the end it was like the. Smell Diamond. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elvis had done morphed into Neil yeah. Diamond. Yeah, exactly. But I, like, man, we're going to skip the death on the shitter, and we're just going to go straight to Neil. Dude, the kid's out there having fun. It's not a kid out getting in trouble or That's, something like that. Yeah, it is. Cool. Old, the, like the Hank Hill thing. A boy in the tool shed with a tool in each hand has no hands left to do drugs with. <laughs> I saw that on a meme the other day, and I thought that was the funniest shit that I've seen. But you know what? If nothing else, the kid is learning how to be on stage in front yeah. of people. That That's an art. I mean, like learning how to get up there and not be scared and put yourself out right. there. And, you know, I give him props for that. You It'd know. be cooler to I'm do I'm not it. into the Elvis in person or Elvis tribute shit, but the kid was putting him... Any, anybody, any artist, I don't care if you draw or you write poetry or you do deaf poetry jam, or you do comedy, or you play music. Anybody that has the balls to get up there and put yourself out there, 
I salute you. Yes, I never would have. I told Stacy, I never would have done that at my age. At, at his age, I never oh done no, it, it no, took me. Either. It took me later into my twenties to be able to do it because yeah, like I remember even eighteen at high school, and it was my senior year, and I had to do for uh, I think it was Billy Ivy. It was theater class, but I had to sing in front of the class, and I was like, huh. Like with a group or just by yourself? Like by myself. Oh, solos and stuff. I had to sing whatever song I wanted to do, so I picked an A Perfect Circle song, I think. Um, and he said, you can either do it with, in, with the whole class in front of you or you can do it with just me in front of you. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just do it with you. Yeah, I'll take and, the whole class. <laughs> and, man, oh, God. I still couldn't even do it. At eight, I'm anxious at 18, just thinking about I do that. It. Yeah, like, it was making it's making my hands sweat right now. Thank you. You know the weirdest thing about me, but I get well, up in no, front of people I'm not all the time. Say now it's the weirdest thing about me, but one of the weird things about me, I am not really good at like one on one conversation. That feels awkward to me, especially people I don't know, like trying to put on that. <laughs> you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I can I get up in that. front of two or three hundred people with a guitar and sing my guts out. Doesn't bother me a bit. Yeah, I can yeah. get up and fucking talk with the microphone in front of people. Doesn't bother me a bit. I would much rather deal with five hundred people than one person. Yeah, yeah, and also now I, I don't know. That. You can hide behind the masses. Yes, you know? when you're talking to that one guy there by yourself, I mean, there's nothing else that you can like. I'm used to having a scapegoat that you're I can direct my attention yeah. to yeah. something. Well, you can't do it when you're just talking to one person. But now on the play music thing, like you know, for with me, no, it wouldn't matter whether it was 20 people or 300 people or whatever. But now something that's weird with me, and I don't know if y'all get this or not, but like when like my whole damn like family is there, like was there the other night, like all three yeah. of my stepson, no, Kaysen wasn't, he had guard drill. But Eli and Christian and their ladies, and then also Kaysen's girlfriend, Haley, she was out there. My mother-in-law was out there. My wife, one of her friends, like yeah. the whole the whole damn bunch. Speaking of, I get nervous in that type of situation when it's people that you like live with and know because they can see that. through your facade. Yeah. But now, like They're complete like, strangers, doesn't bother me a bit. Yeah, like our favorite gigs or my favorite gig that we go and play is at these places where we don't know freaking nobody there. Yeah. Like yeah. like that wild that Sloon Shine place yep. over in Tennessee. Or the Carothersville place. That was like a place where yep. we had no clue who anybody was. It's for I me loved that. It's a lot more fun like kind of cutting loose and doing shit when it's all complete strangers yeah. and you don't know. Well and it's about time to wrap this thing up, but I think what the point is is all of these artists, whether you're a comedian or a, a singer or whatever you do to get in front of people, there comes a point where it becomes presentational, right? Oh, yeah. It's like you get up there and you almost create a character that you're playing. Yeah. You know what? Does that make sense? You're almost, this is who I am while I'm up here, but I'm a different person now. I'm the same person, but I'm a different person. It's very, there's a difference in presentational art and representational art, Right. I what gotcha. we do is presentational. We get up there because we kind of create our own little ambiance, yeah. and then we get off. But and I think that's the I think that's the the line of demarcation for me is like I can get up there. Okay, now I'm part of a band. I'm being another guy. I'm a bass player. I'm a singer. I'm doing this. 
I'm in a presentational mode. I'm giving yeah, away. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then when you're off stage, you're kind of, and I think everybody's like that. Yeah. Even in personal, even yeah. in everyday yeah. interactions. There's certain shit you, there's certain people that you deal with every fucking day at work, Andrew, that yep. you're different in front of them than you are in front of other people. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Your yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The right. Hawthorne effect. Yeah. When exactly. the boss walks in and you instantly go back to doing the fucking best you can, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of a two. Yeah. It's, yeah. That, it's that presentational. And I'm, I'm comfortable in that. Like, if I have to get up and talk in front of a thousand people, dude, if I've had some time to make notes and bullet points, I do not sweat that shit a bit because I am prepared. But if I have to talk to four people, I don't want unprepared, don't want to do that. Um, I, Jason, I saw Jason speak at a funeral one time. Uh, who, what funeral was that? Oh yeah, that was at, that was at Melissa's uncle Gary's funeral. Jason got up that like to help them, you know, with basically kind of emceeing the event, you know, saying, Hey, this is going to happen. And he, yes, I've emceed a funeral. Yes. (laughs) And Melissa had asked Jason to do that. Dude, Jason fucking killed it. Well, yeah. It was almost magical to watch because he's up there and he's got his somber face on and everything and just being all, you know, and he's like, "Uh, next. It it was great how he did it. I I was sitting there and Jason's up there and he's he's sitting there and he's like, "Um, and next we've, um, we're going to have a few words from uh, Miss Carol, blah, 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 that's going to do whatever. And Carol's going to come up here and speak. Carol. And <laughs> she so when there, go, it was like, oh, Carol. Yeah. <laughs> you give me fucking 10 minutes to prep, man. I can de- I can MC anything. And then Jason just. <laughs> He's got his hands crossed and walks off, sits down, and then. <laughs> Did he give. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did he give the nod? <laughs> now we're going to hear a word from Reverend. Yeah. Reverend Bubba. Reverend. Reverend. <laughs> How did you keep it together, man? I would have I would have fucking lost I'm, I'm a consummate professional, uh, man. That's where my mind was at during yes. that particular funeral. I was just watching him go. And he was like I a duck in lost water. it just because nobody knows Jason like we know him. Right. And so that would have been really funny to me to see. Meanwhile, they're like there's probably people like, Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Like who? Who is this? Who is this guy? He's doing all right, but who is? Who did they get? This? I mean, I'm smelling what he's selling, but I don't know who the fuck he is. Yeah. Guys, it's been a fun hanging out with you tonight, Andrew. Thank you for the fish. That's been good. This I'm glad you called them, and I'm glad you cooked them. Yeah, they were I cooked fantastic. them fish. Made some hush puppies and all. The that. hush puppies had little bits of jalapeno in them, which was a nice touch. Oh, you cook fish? I gave you a piece of it while oh, ago. I thought Melissa done walked through here again. Oh, what? Oh, 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 oh. She'll hear that one later. You guys take care, guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, and we will talk to you folks in a couple of weeks. We love you. Take care of each other. Be good. Happy Campers Jamcast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander and Matt Trepo. 